What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Canes Insight Podcast. I am your host, Peter Ariz, alongside D Money. We have a special guest tonight, Demetrius Freeney, one of the recent commitments over the last week. D, I know you want to get into Camp Pruitt's commitment at the linebacker position. Staff, very excited about him. Yeah, and a lot of news to get to from the weekend. Multiple five stars on campus. We've been all over it, dropped the bank, a very loaded uh, episode or a lot of exclusive insight posted on the Canes Insight forums and the Canes Insight front page. If you're not on the Canes Insight forums, 6.3 million post and counting, get on there. You follow all, all the latest content. Also, Canes.insight Instagram, post it on there. Like and subscribe to this podcast so you get the latest, including the Canes Insight live stream on Thursday with Peter every Thursday night. A lot of a uh, lot of stuff planned there. Might pop in and drop some more exclusive news that comes out between now and then because things are happening so fast. Only way you can keep up is by liking and subscribing, getting the latest from us, and then staying on the Canes Insight forums, which updates pretty much every half second. Again, six point three million posts. That's uh, a lot of action. Anyway, so Camp Pruitt linebacker out of uh, Mobile, Alabama. Miami really really excited to get that commit. If you've been listening to this show. I've been talking about him being on top of Miami's board for more than a month now. This is not something new with Camp Pruitt. Miami's been liking him. Uh, Watch his film, and very quickly you will see why Miami's after him. Mario Cristobal had a very long sit-down interview with Josh Pate where he went through what he saw in evaluating last year's film and seeing what went wrong for the Hurricanes on the field. He said the offensive line was subpar. You saw that being addressed in recruiting and, and transfer portal. Then he also said the second level, the linebackers, were not knockback tacklers. He said we were a drag down operation, to use his words. Watch the first three plays of Camp Pruitt's highlights on Huddle, which you can see on canesinsight.com, and you'll know exactly what he brings to the table as a striker. I mean, he's knocking guys' heads off, knocking people back, just a natural thump. Uh, and, and strike an ability when he tackles. Not the biggest guy, 6'3", legit. I think they measured him at 6'2 and a half on his visit. He'll be under 200 going into his senior year, but they expect him to be in that 210, 215 range. And Peter, you know this from working in the NFL space. The modern linebacker, and I was told by Miami, they're looking for the modern linebacker, is somebody like what you see with the San Francisco 49ers. Safety athleticism, Pruitt's listed as a safety on 247, show you his athleticism. He'll be a linebacker for Miami, but has that safety ability, also a basketball player. So you got that safety uh, coverage ability, the ability to run sideline to sideline, but still able to strike and tackle you and and bring you down. So Pete, I mean, again, you were in the NFL space with with your agency, so you know that's what people are looking for today. You aren't getting these downhill thumpers. You need guys who can play all three downs. One of our clients, Darius Leonard, you know, the highest paid inside linebacker when his contract was done, you know, at the time, he was a guy who he may not be a thumper like Coach Cristobal was describing, but the movement ability, these aren't guys with with thick waists. You know, you're looking at guys with uh, again, movement ability, sideline to sideline, can cover like you mentioned, right? The versatility at that spot is an overlooked position in today's game. But if you can get those guys, uh, then you're really changing the landscape of your defense. So switching over to the other side of the ball, another player that you've been all over his recruitment, and I know you feel good about where the Canes stand, Elijah Lofton, D. 
Any news there? Elijah Lofton asked the Canes about him. That what I heard back, one of the best football players in the nation. And they use that term for a reason. To me, football player means versatile, can do a lot of things on the field, not just one thing. It means tough. And it means instinctual. And he's all three of those things. Six foot one, 240. So he's undersized in terms of what you call a, a traditional inline tight end. But multiple receiving touchdowns, multiple touchdowns out of the backfield as basically a running back. They just handed him the ball. Great blocker. This guy's weight room numbers are off the charts. Squats over 500 pounds. Great bench. His verified testing numbers are in the top 10% of our database ahead of Brevin Jordan. So if you want to compare him to another tight end who also went to the same high school, Bishop Gorman in Las Vegas, also sort of undersized now in the NFL, Lawton tested ahead of him athletically on top of what he brings to the table just as from his toughness standpoint. And you watch him against Matter Day. So Bishop Gorman, one of the top 10 programs in the country, they played Matter Day, arguably the best program in the country out of Los Angeles area. And this dude lined up wide, double move on the corner, probably a D1 corner, smoked him for about a 60-yard touchdown, first clip. Second clip, he's in the slot, I believe. They're throwing him a quick screen just to get the ball in his hands because he's such a good runner after the catch. Bad pass, gets intercepted. He runs him down, shows off his speed. And I was told by Miami, this guy runs more than he runs way better than people think. This guy's an athlete. Runs the guy down from a full stop and then knocks the ball loose. Bishop Gorman recovers. So you see on, on just those two clips, the, the receiving ability, the versatility, the ways they try to get the ball in his hands, the effort, the speed, the strong hands to knock the ball loose. He's got the whole package. He also is an inline blocker again. He can block in space. You put him in the backfield of the fullback. He's the kind of guy that a Bill Belichick, a Sean Payton, um, a Kyle Shanahan, Mike McDaniel, Lincoln Riley use a ton of these H-back types at Oklahoma. The good offensive coordinators, the good offensive minds love versatility because it allows them to be more creative. A guy like this can do so many things with his ability to knock a linebacker in the hole, to, to hold up against a defensive end if he's an inline blocker, to split out wide, to line up in the slot, to make someone miss after the catch, to run with the ball. If you want to just hand him the ball, um, he can do so much. And I think that's why Miami values him so highly. And I expect him to join Camp Pruitt as Miami Hurricane commits, which would be a great week on what was really a, a strong visit weekend we'll talk about. Yeah, he's a mismatch creator, and you can kind of hide personnel with him on the field as well. Uh, you just mentioned the big visitor weekend. If you weren't following on Kane's insight, then you were doing it wrong because the updates were coming in all weekend on the recruiting board. That's the place to be. Everyone's on, on Twitter and trying to find the updates. Everything gets posted there on the message board. Uh, so if you don't have a free account on canesinsight.com, listen, we've been around long enough at this point, 10 plus years, right? Go on there, make a free account. It's where you can find all the action. But if you're listening to the podcast, you probably have an account on there. If not, then you got to get it done. But D, coming off of that big visit weekend, right? What are the overriding things that you're hearing? Obviously, fans are always looking for the commitments coming off these these big visit weekends, but you've outlined it the weeks leading up to this 
this visit weekend that that wasn't the expectation coming out of it. It's a different era of recruiting. Although you did get the Cam Pruitt commitment, right? What sort of progress was made for the staff this weekend? It was an unbelievable weekend. And people are not going to get the same commitments out of these weekends that you might have had in the past. These kids are going to go through the process. They're going to get their NIL leverage up. Even with the school they want to go to, they're still going to try to get the most NIL they can get, use leverage from other schools. There's there's agents involved. It's a whole new ballgame, much more akin to what you're used to, Pete, in the professional sports world. So don't expect commitments right away. But in terms of making moves, uh, the moves were substantial with big-time players, five-star talents. So we'll start with Aiden Breland out of the Los Angeles area. For my money, the most impressive defense tackle I've seen. Just just watching highlights, the twitchiness, the athleticism, off the charts. There's a reason he's a five-star. He might made a huge move with him. I'm told Miami maybe the leader there with Aiden Breland. His, he made an unofficial visit as well a couple of weeks ago, or sorry, a couple of months ago. So he's been on campus a bunch, followed the visits, especially with a kid coming from across the country. Aiden Breland, I mean, he's doing a really, really nice job. Oregon's still there. Georgia's still there. But Miami is firmly in that mix, and I think Miami feels very good about where they are. Another guy Miami feels very good about, Dylan Stewart out of Washington, D.C., the edge rusher. Miami thinks he's a potential number one overall pick. This is someone who's, again, visited multiple times, just like Breland on his own dime. Really excited about being potentially coached by a Hall of Famer like Jason Taylor. George is in the mix, some other schools in the mix. But remember, this guy's from Washington, D.C., so no hometown school, no SEC slant or anything like that. He's a city kid. I think that that bodes well for Miami. I think Miami had a great visit with him this weekend, and he's someone that Miami thinks just the physicality and the and the the aggressiveness that he pay, plays with makes him a special prospect. Again, potential number one overall prospect. I heard that about Samson last year, well before Samson committed. Early in the process with Samson, they were saying that I, I reported on, on Kane's insight. They've been saying the same things with Stewart. So. That's a one to watch. Mike feels very good there. And in terms of the biggest move upwards, I would say Colin Simmons out of Duncanville, the, the edge rusher, another five-star. Miami really moved the needle with him, with his mom. Uh, again, more of a da- this is the Dallas, Texas kid. Miami used to do really, really well with Dallas, Texas. Uh, talk about Jesse Armstead, guys like that, who Miami were able to pull out of that area in that era. They can do that again. There's a lot of love for Miami in, in, in Dallas, Texas, just because of those great teams. Now those 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 guys have have kids of their own. They have their uncles, you know, grandparents, people that follow the Canes. So that's an area I think Miami should do more work in. And a guy like Colin Simmons had a great visit and really liked the city. His mom had a great visit. Jason Taylor again doing great work there. So he's an eight to keep an eye on. And then David Stone, the five star IMG originally from Oklahoma. He had another great visit. He's visited a ton too, multiple times, probably more than anybody we've talked about as far as the volume of visits. The thing with him is he's the kind of guy where every time he goes on a visit, he's telling people what they want to hear. He's he's you, you you've you've you know you've worked with folks like that where they get that visit high. It's hard to read and say, all right, we're doing great with this guy. That one will be an up and down process. No, I don't think anybody knows what he's going to do, but the fact that he's visited so many times is very telling. In my view, his good friend, Jaden Jackson, also at IMG, is visiting this week. So a lot of connections with David Stone. Another five-star, 
Those were all defensive linemen, of course, but Ellis Robinson, the cornerback, originally from New York, another IMG kid, another guy who's visited multiple times, committed to Georgia. I think if signed there were today, he'd go to Georgia. I think if Miami has a good season, he will be a cane. He just wants to see the product on the field, as does the people around him. But in terms of liking the school, he loves it. His family loves it. He's been here multiple times. His teammates are here. A lot of great momentum with Ellis Robinson. Of course, he'd be probably a day one starter given the position he plays at corner, which is an incredible need. But these guys, they want to see how we play. And there's going to be money for these guys, ultimately. Uh, The NIL is not going to be a problem, but they're still going to want to get out there and get that number up as high as they can. The good news is Miami can meet numbers, and it's just a matter of making them like the school and want to be Hurricanes. And I think they've done a great job with that, doing doing the best they can in that regard. So, again, a whole bunch of updates on the bank other than what you just uh, mentioned right now. And if you haven't checked that out, go to canesinsight.com. Tomorrow night, well, we're recording it the, you know, the night before, but it'll be tonight, Thursday. We will have another edition of Canes Insight Live as we do every week. Check out the Canes Insight Shopify if you haven't checked out our merch. The Canes Insight Originals, you have the Canes Insight logo shirts, which, are the, which is the classic shirt if you want to rep Canes Insight. But we have some other stuff on there Champion as hurting. well. The champion hoodie, you know, top of the line material there. So we've got it all. And, and again, I'm, I expect us to have some more launches before the season starts, of course. Yeah, so look, show your support on there. I'm going to get another plug in. If we're giving you the, the exclusive info on the five stars, we've got to get our plugs in. So last one, underdog fantasy promo code CIS. Get $100 for signing up. You can play right away with that $100. You use promo code CIS. This is the time to be signed up for underdog. There's no other sports going on besides baseball and a couple other things, you know, the end of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Golf, so, U.S. Open this week, man. Come on. Well, listen, if you want to spruce up the, the sports calendar, lay some money down. You know, I put my picks up here. I got Shohei Otani, uh, Ellie De La Cruz, um, Luis Arias, baseball. Just, you know, you can go over-unders on their daily performance. Really, you know, might be a, just your average June game. Add a little excitement to it, add a little excitement to those at bats, um, and, and really spruce up the sports calendar. Underdog Fantasy promo code CIS $100 just for signing up. So, some more visitors I want to get through. Um, Jarek Gibson, the running back out of IMG, great visit. I'd say Miami and Texas are running close. Probably Texas is ahead, um, but Miami had a good visit with him. Braylon Staley, I don't think anybody has a great read on him. I know he liked his visit, the wide receiver out of the South Carolina, Aiken, South Carolina. Tennessee visit will loom large for him. I think it'll be a Miami-Tennessee battle for Braylon Staley. Um, Ty, Ty Hilton, a developmental tackle out of Orlando. That's going to be an in-state battle, but Miami likes him. I think they're going to let him take his Florida visit and see where that goes and then see where the chips are. LJ McCray. Defense alignment out of Daytona Beach. We talked about him a lot last week. Miami loves him. They compare it to Leonard Williams. Think he's an absolutely special player, a five-star talent. Um, great visit. It's going to be a big a big three battle with him. He'll take his process all the way through. Uh, Sion Leohu, thanks for pronouncing it right, uh, top junior college corner in the country out in California. He also had a good visit, but he's another one where the process is going to play out there um, with him. Linebacker Keyshawn Flowers from Maryland. 
I think he had a good visit as well. But the name I'm really watching at linebacker is James Nesta. I think Miami would love to add him to the fold, the linebacker out of Charlotte, baseball player, mid-90s fastball, visited uh, last week, visited nor- or a couple weeks ago, visited North Carolina last week. He's got Oklahoma on the itinerary. Miami's pushing really hard for a commitment there. They love to lock him up. They think he's a total stud with the athleticism, the versatility he brings. He can play in, in the, a strong side linebacker, lining up over the slot. He can play inside. He can rush the passer. 6'4", again, super athletic baseball player, speed. A lot, of, lot to like with James Nessus. I think that that's the linebacker I'd keep an eye on now that Cam Pruitt's in the fold. Um, the, the guys to watch next week, or I guess this weekend coming up, Justin Scott, five-star defensive tackle out of Chicago, and then also Kevin Riley, the running back out of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Justin Scott, Miami's got a lot of momentum. He's got family friends that are going to be playing or coming to Miami as students. One of them will be walking onto the football team. So again, Chicago kid, kind of like Dylan Stewart. There's a city connection there. there you know, maybe he wants to go to Notre, maybe he has interest in Notre Dame, but he's not like born to go to Notre Dame. This guy's from a city. He's used to that big city environment that Miami can offer. So. I like Miami with Justin Scott. I think Miami's in a great place to potentially land a commitment. I think he may be rounding third in his recruitment. Same with Kevin Riley. His only official visit is set up to Miami. He may be getting close to a commitment. Miami feels very good about where they're at with him, and they absolutely love him. He is on on top of their, you know, in terms of the overall board, Kevin Riley's on the offensive targets, super high up. Um, top 100 player in his own right, high four-star, but really just great athlete, great quicks. Runs you over, um, has speed bigger than he than I think he's listed at 195, but he's got a bigger frame. He's going to be a 200 plus pound back, no problem, at about 5'11. So Kevin Riley, someone Alabama wants. Usually they don't lose guys out of Tuscaloosa, but I understand he may be wanting to leave town. So Kevin Riley's a name to keep an eye on next week, along with Justin Scott. And then the subsequent weeks, the June 23rd weekend is a super loaded weekend. Um, Isandri uh, Afua one of the top interior linemen in the country from Seattle. He's another one that I'd, I'd say might be on potential commitment watch. Miami's going to push hard with him, getting him on campus again. And D-Money, of course, the commitment from Louisville transfer K.J. Cloyd at linebacker. What are you hearing about that pickup? Yeah, originally from Columbia, Mississippi. This is someone who played under new linebacker coach Derek Nicholson at Louisville, so obviously familiarity is the big deal there. This guy who was a junior college transfer originally from Columbia, Mississippi, transferred to Louisville in 2020, played in about 36 games, has 40 tackles, 0.5 tackles for loss, so not very productive, more of a backup role in his three years at Louisville, was poised to play a lot more. Louisville had some really good linebackers and moved on. If you watch the spring game, he played a very prominent role, flashed at times. So he was poised to play more in Louisville, ultimately decided to follow his linebacker coach, Derek Nicholson, uh, to Miami. He's somebody that has size and speed, no question, about 6'2", 229. Self-reports a 4'5". I don't know if he's that fast, but when you watch his Juco tape, watch the spring game where he played a little bit more, you can see that speed. So I think the physical traits are there. Instincts is going to be what decides whether he plays or not. But look, you went to the spring game, you saw Rocky Shelton, who's a talented walk-on, was a scholarship player at Duke, but still you know, a walk-on playing a lot. Ryan Ragone, same thing. You want more competition there with size and speed. To, to, to push the starters, guy like Weston Besant, you want to push him. I think K.J. Cloyd does that, and Miami's going to bring in a lot of freshmen. You're going to add Malik Bryan, who was here in spring but was injured. He's going to be back playing. 
Bobby Washington, who had an unbelievable spring, but missed a spring game. He'll be in the mix. Uh, Popo Aguirre, he's going to be here for the first time. Marcellius Pulliam, who's really getting people excited, a linebacker out of Atlanta. So the freshmen are coming in to add depth and competition, but you want veteran depth and competition as well, especially if somebody transfers out. So I think that's what KJ Cloyd brings, a familiar face with some tools for Derek Nicholson to plug into that linebacker rotation and to push a guy like Wesley Bassane. So some are B enrollees coming in this week, and one of those guys will be Demetrius Freeney, who, of course, committed last week, and we got him on the Canes Insight podcast. So we will leave you with that interview tonight. And, of course, stay tuned to canesinsight.com. Another big visit weekend coming up. The live show tonight. We'll see who comes on. Always have some special guests dropping inside exclusive information. Again, every Thursday night, the Canes Inside live show. D-Money, anything else you want to add? No, check out the live um, and uh, keep refreshing on canesinside.com. It's uh, activity's crazy right now, man. People are, are, are breaking their fingers on that refresh button. So don't miss out. Go Canes. Go Canes. Demetrius Freeney up next. I'm excited to be joined now on the Canes Insight podcast by recent commitment, Demetrius Freeney, cornerback out of Cali, making his way all the way down to South Florida and going to be joining the University of Miami very soon here in summer B. So he's a guy who will be part of this team this upcoming season. Demetrius, man, I appreciate you joining me today. How you doing? I'm doing great. So recent commitment to Miami, man. Talk talk about your decision. I know it was kind of a quick turnaround from them offering you to obviously joining the class officially. So can you just talk to me, break, break me down the, the decision? Yes. Um, I had a bunch of great schools to pick from. So I was uh, blessed with that opportunity. But um, my my deciding factor was where, where I felt most comfortable and where I felt I fit scheme wise. And then uh, Mario Cristobal and Coach Adai just 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 knocked it off. You know, I had great great conversations with them throughout the whole visit, even before. They have great connections with uh, my head coach and my current not my current coaches, but my previous coach from the college. Mm-hmm. So I just I felt like I can trust them with me only having three years of eligibility left to get me to where I want to go and develop me into the best corner I can be. So, yeah. You talked about, and you talked about being comfortable. Yes. How much was that already decided before you even came down to Miami and got a chance to see the campus? Because comfort's one thing about, you know, seeing it in person, but just the relationship you built with that, with the, with the coaches. Um, It wasn't so much built before I got, before I got down there. It was, uh, right. it was pretty, it was pretty good just to have the bond before, but, being there and just being in the atmosphere, it, it reminded me of home. So, for sure, once I got down there, that was like the deciding factor. The Cali to Miami thing. I mean, are you uh, oh, yeah. are you worried about that transition at all? Because it uh, is it's a little bit different. The people yeah. are a little bit, you know, Cali Cali dudes tend to be a little bit more laid back. Yeah. Miami is a is a faster place. Yeah. Um, are you are you excited about just getting into a new atmosphere like like down here? Um, yeah. you know, how are you kind of looking at that transition? I'm excited for it. You know, uh, wh- wherever I went, it was going to be a change in scenery for sure. 
Um, so I, I'm a, I'm the type of person to like adapt to where I'm at. So I, I feel like it'd be an easy easy transition. I mean, you're a JUCO guy, so you yes, you have you've had to learn how to adapt yeah. on the go. Talk to me about how this year in JUCO has kind of molded you and gotten you ready for the opportunity at, at the D1 level. Oh, yeah. It, it helped a lot. Um, I was blessed with a, with a great corners coach and Coach uh, Amari Green. This is like my, my first year really playing corner, transitioning right. from quarterback. So, um, yeah, I, I learned a lot uh, technique-wise. I'm pretty smart, you know, football-wise, football knowledge. Just I played quarterback, so – that was easy, but just learn, learning the techniques, kind of being away from home more. You know, it's not it's not high school no more. Kind of right. like, like living on your own. Um, it's also it's still college, so it's, it's kind of like free. You you get you gotta go to, go to class when you want to, and yeah, it helped a lot right. though. Yeah, no one's no one. You gotta go and make your own decisions. No exactly, one's telling you you gotta be there yeah. at a certain time. You just gotta go and do it. Mm. So you you mentioned the transition from quarterback to corner yeah. and most people wouldn't realize how many things you can take from being a quarterback to playing the cornerback position For if sure. you can kind of just talk to the fans out there about you know from the football iq standpoint that you just mentioned what you can take away from your days playing quarterback and now you know playing the defensive back position just uh personal cues that that you notice like the the receiver split um, route recognition, you know, he, he's, he's past 10. So it's only so many amount of routes that he can run. Um, yeah, just scheme. So if you, if you, if you say a slant from one, I mean, from two, you know, it's an end breaking route from one. It's just things like that, that you take from the offensive side that makes the position real easy. And you can, you can play faster and just be confident really. I feel like there's a lot of times, you know, guys who have played receiver go make that transition yeah. to corner. But a lot of times those guys are just being told, hey, run a go route. Mm. You know, we're going to throw you the ball behind the line of scrimmage. You go make a play. So although they have played receiver and they're going to be covering those guys, yeah. as a quarterback, you have to understand the entire field. And yeah. it's not just what's in front of you on, you know, on the opposite side, but you probably understand better what the safeties are going to be yeah. doing, what the linebackers in front of you are supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. um, so all of that has to help. Yeah, for sure. So you mentioned your fit at Miami, and you talked about your relationship that you, you obviously had with – have been building with Coach Adai. Yes. What, from a scheme standpoint, in Coach Guidry's defense that he's bringing to Miami, mm -hmm. where do you see yourself fitting in? And what do the coaches tell you about your game and how it could fit into the scheme they're already running? Um, they, they they know that I'm very knowledgeable when it comes to like football. So like I said, that that's gonna play a huge role in their their zone concepts. You know, sh like mis misconceptions, showing showing the quarterback different things. They feel like I can do a great job at that. And then they also run the four two five. So mm -hmm. five DBs out there. You know, it's a lot of opportunity with a lot of talented guys in that room and then uh just the ability to press. I'm I'm I excel and press, getting hands on early. I'm pretty long. So they, they feel like I do a great job in press and they and they wanted some press corners to come in and really allow allow the um D line to attack really. When you look at the other schools that you were kind of considering, right? What was it about Miami 
that put them above above the rest? Uh, like I said, yeah, it was a bunch of great schools. It was just, I just, me, me and my dad just went like went off fit, and where I, where I felt more comfortable. It wasn't it wasn't a why not any school. Every school is great. It was just where I felt comfortable. At. Did you grow up a fan being on the West Coast of any of the schools out there? I mean, did yeah, you follow that, Miami at all growing up? Talk to yeah. me about, about that. Oh yeah. I yeah, I followed Miami for sure. Um I didn't I didn't get a lot of offers from the West Coast schools. most of my schools are like out that way. Like, yeah. So I always dreamed of playing for Cal, but I didn't get the opportunity, so I you know. Oh well, they're lost, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What have the coaches at Miami told you about your ability to come in and play early? Because, look, like you said, you have three years of eligibility, so you're not trying to come in anywhere and, yeah. I don't want to say waste waste time, but that's essentially what it is, right? So that had to be a big part of your decision and just playing time being up for grabs right now. Yeah. So uh, with Coach Cristobal, he's dealt with a lot of Juco guys, so he knows – like my situation really so i feel i feel we're com confident in what what he has planned for me really right yeah. so you're getting in i mean summer b when is that what date is that coming pretty soon right yeah it's coming real soon i'm post i'm flying out tonight so i think it's next week wow so you're yeah. you're you're here man i mean oh, we'll yeah. wrap it up with this what's your message to canes fans out there because i'm sure you may not have been ready for that. What comes when you when you commit to Miami, the social yeah. media uh, craziness that comes with it, the fans on there, yeah. you know, they're they're on there all the time. And sure. they love to see, you know, guys like you join uh, the team. What's your message to them who are going to be listening to this and watching this podcast? Uh, I just want all the fans to get, you know, to hard rock and, and get that thing rocking because it's something coming for real. It's uh, Coach Cristobal is building something great, and you know, I'm really invested. And I just, yeah, fill, fill the seats. That's my message. Fill the seats. Yep. And listen, that that happens. Uh, that happens when things are going going well, and obviously, it looks like oh, yeah. great things are on the horizon at Miami. You know, this this upcoming year. You know, you're going to be sure. part of this change, and you know, all the fans are obviously excited to see this new defense. So, best of luck to you as you enroll in Miami over this next week. And the Canes fans are excited to see you out there. Yes, sir. Thank you.